Hello, everybody, and welcome to the True Fans Podcast with me, Kieran Goodness. I hope you're all hope you're all well with the proper fans of football to give uh, popular or unpopular opinions. Uh, we are joined today with a with the main man, somebody who is actually starting his own podcast in a couple of weeks. But he's also got some incredible jobs. He's also got a YouTube channel, so you can check that out. And he's also going to be the captain slash manager of the brand new True Fans United football team. Gary Best is joining us. Gary, we missed you last week, mate, but you are back for this one. Yeah, I'm here. But obviously missing Sam. We we are missing Sam due to due to uh, other responsibilities, but we're we're all very very busy. I completely understand, but it's like you weren't here last week. Sam was there. We so we're swapping round, but hopefully uh, in the next couple of weeks we can have both of all three of us back to talk about it. So if you guys want to know what is coming up in this podcast, we're basically be talking about Project Big Picture. We're also going to be giving our score predictions which you can find also on the Kiss My Score app, a fantastic supporter of this podcast. And we can also just have a conversation about some incredible moments of the past week. Let's start, though, with the results of the goal of the week. Earlier this week, I put on the official TFP.football Instagram page saying which goal was the best from match day five. Uh, you guys voted in your hundreds to find out which goal was the best. I can now reveal that the winner was Manuel Lanzini's strike for Gary's team West Ham uh, to for West Ham to come from 3-0 down against Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, before we get into that moment, here is the audio of that incredible goal, which you can check out now on the Sky Sports YouTube channel. Uh, you can also find find out what an incredible goal that was. Bef- so we'll hear Gary's opinions right before this incredible strike. So, commentator, there is you. If you can just hear it say the most unlikely of comebacks, we'll talk to Gary first. Gary, what an incredible strike! And congratulations to Lanzini, who has won the true fan's first ever goal of the week. Well done to Lanzini there. Gary, talk to me about that as a West Ham fan as well. It was very, very fucking good a strike. Um, expect the way it is hit. Um, slices it, which is a very, very good thing. Uh, because obviously he hit it in a certain way that kind of it's gone on target. And yeah, very, absolutely. I think could be contender of goal of the season at the moment. Absolutely, absolutely. There's been so many great strikes. Obviously, commiserations to other people, but what an incredible res- uh, point for um, West Ham, of course, going away from home. Somebody like Tottenham, who, re- who you know, beat you really in the first half. You know, you're 3-0 down, you're struggling. But what determination from your team. You must be happy with that after last season's disappointment. I was very happy because I was obviously, when it went 3-0 down in the first 15 minutes, I was kind of like, that's it, we've lost. We ain't yeah. gonna win. We ain't gonna draw because I knew what we were like throwing stuff away, and then 
obviously during the last 10 minutes, I was kind of like, okay, we're starting to pick up a bit now. We're kind of starting to make it more seem like we were actually wanting to fight. Yeah. And I think we did. And obviously then Lanzini hit an absolute screamer. Um, and obviously poor old Tottenham. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it, it is a massive three points dropped for them. I think realistically they put the game back to bed. I think Gareth Bale should have scored his uh, opportunity when he came on I think if you if they scored that one it would have possibly been game over but an incredible strike from Lanzini you know no offence to no offence to him but I can't imagine him hitting that so cleanly like let's say if you have a hundred times how many would he have hit it so well but you know it's gone in and what you know Larice did get a hand to it but no that power was absolutely incredible um, before we get on to um this project big picture that we're going to give our opinions on. Um, obviously, let's talk about my team, Liverpool, a two-all draw against Everton. I wasn't confident last week on the podcast. I actually predicted a two-all draw, but there were so many sort of controversial moments in that game, uh, starting with the Jordan Pickford challenge on Virgil van Dijk. He looked like he's going to be out now for eight months due to having surgery on his knee. Um, I don't want to sound biased, so I'm going to ask Gary this question. Um, that setback with Virgil van Dijk, um, how big of a blow is that going to be to Liverpool's title defences? It's going to be a big blow because obviously he was like kind of the main reason you kind of won the title. I'm not saying obviously it was just him, but he was kind of one of the main reasons of the, of the bigger picture. And like, maybe they were kind of, now that you've lost him, it's going to be like more goals are probably going to go past, more players are going to be able to get past. I think it's going to, Dropping points. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a tight season this season. I said that at the beginning on the on the start of season predictions. I just hope he comes back, you know, fit. Um, I think you know the the big part of us sort of winning the Champions League, getting to two Champions League finals, nearly close to getting two Premier Leagues. Worse, Virgil and Allison, and now both of them are out. I I, I only I do believe that we can score as many goals. With the front three, you know, with Henderson battling in the middle with Thiago, who was quality again on Saturday. Um, yeah, it was definitely... But should it have been a red card? Because I personally think that is such a reckless play from Pickford. Even though he's offside, he should have been sent off for that. I'm very surprised that they, did, that they didn't say go over to the monitor because he should have been deserved to sent off. What do you think? Um, I obviously read up about this and... They said that they didn't know that they could actually send him off, even if they're being offside or onside. Yeah, um, this is so it's frustrating because, I... yeah. So personally, I think it was kind of a red card because obviously he was kind of going in for that challenge and he knew what he was doing. Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously, you know, we we thought we'd score an incredible winner, um, Jordan Henderson scoring a goal. You know, we don't see him a lot in the box but of course that was ruled out was do you think that was offside I don't personally think that was I think that it was very very tight but Mane was on the side and it and I just think we should have got all three points in that game to be honest with you I actually agree with you there I think you were onside um, but obviously VAR didn't look at it like really closely so I think it was kind of I can't remember who kept him onside but someone did in the defence. I think it was Michael Keane, I believe. Yeah. 
So, Look, yeah. You kept him on time. You should have got the three points. Yeah, I, I, I did say that. You know, it, it was very frustrating um, for, for, you know, for fans. Um, you know, I think that Everton played well, obviously came back twice to score um, and, and obviously win the game. But I just think there were so many things, not wrong with it, but more or less just very struggling. And I think we definitely struggled with that game. And, you know, we should have got all three points, but incredible big blows. So that is it for our two team sort of reviews of the matches. Obviously, you guys would want to hear other opinions, but because we've got a lot to cover this podcast, we just decided to dedicate it to our two clubs uh, games in week six. We'll get on to our score predictions. Gary, have you got them ready? Yes, I have Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. But we'll start then with Project Big Picture. So this is our opinion. Before we get into that, though, I just want to read out. I did some research the other night um, in preparation for this podcast just to give you guys all of the relevant information. And, and then we'll get into it. So it's going to be me talking a little bit and then we'll get on to Gary's opinion. We'll basically be talking about how this is going to impact the game that we all love. So Project Big Picture is a joint plan by Liverpool and Manchester United owners that sees all 20 teams in the Premier League giving £250 million each between themselves plus 25% of revenue from future TV deals from Sky Sports and BT Sports. Hence why we've had uh, over this past weekend that people have had to pay £15 for matches, which... I, I, it's one of the games where they're not really highly anticipated. I think we had Chelsea Southampton, Chelsea Southampton teams. Are they going to be the only ones that are going to pay for that? So it's not going to be like Man City versus Man U, like the big derby or, or Liverpool Man, Man U, you know, sort of them big games. Uh, this has been created because teams are struggling with financial situations due to the absence of crowds during the COVID-19 pandemic. The, the idea has been created to provide support for teams in the football pyramid. For example, championship team and a team that me and Gary will remember in the Premier League, actually, Wigan Athletic went into administration in July 2020 following money issues and were deducted 12 points and relegated from the from the second tier of English football. However, the football calendar beginning in August and concluded in May will be shortened to suit the traditional big six teams and the number of clubs allowed in the top league will be cut from 20 to 18. The Carabao Cup and Community Shield will also be abolished. These changes lead to more European football matches and pre-season friendlies. So the traditional big six that I mentioned are Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool and the two Manchester clubs will get a special vote whilst teams such as Everton, Southampton and West Ham will also get a vote. The East London Club expressed their view when they spoke to the BBC. It says that the big six are using COVID for a power grab. If this goes through, our time will will just use more and more for themselves. The UK government have also expressed their views on this idea, describing it as a backroom deal that would create a closed shop at the very top of the game. So the big project is a groundbreaking idea that supports the smaller clubs but creates off profit for the richer teams. However, the involvement of European teams and cancellation of cup competitions allows success stories like Chesterfield in 1997 and Bradford in 2013 to remain in the past. So that's all the relevant information that we have 
on what is Project Big Picture. Gary, initial thoughts about this idea and how do you feel about it that people at the top of the football pyramid, like you Liverpool's, like you Manchester United, actually want control of the Premier League? I think it's a bit stupid, to be honest, because it's normally, like, it's been known as kind of um, like a fan sport, if you know what I mean. So, like, obviously, like, fans kind of control the game, not in, a certain, in that way, but obviously, like, they bring in the money, they're bringing in all the finances and everything. And I think it's more kind of they're just wanting to take control of the game now and, like, make it so, like, haha, we're in control, we can do this, we can do that. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. I think you've got to look at it as a case of just... They would like money for giving out to these teams, but, however, trying to forget these teams and put them as a different sort of... We are not involved with you. At the end of the day, England have got the best league in the world. I don't think that's debatable. I think we've got the best football league in the world. However, you're looking at this and, you, you know, you see sort of the guidelines here that the the football calendar will be shortened. How shortened is it going to be? You know, cut from 20 to 18. That means that 15 teams are going to stay up each season. That's going to be really tight. You know, who who will be the two to be cut? You know, what teams will be cut from the Carabao Cup and Community Shield will also be abolished. Why? You know, European football matches. If you look at this European Premier League situation, they're basically saying that teams such as Liverpool, Barcelona, right? Liverpool versus Barcelona will happen. However, it'll be in Dubai. It will be played in Australia. It doesn't... It's not Liverpool, it's not Barcelona if you're not playing them in these places. Um, I personally think that is absolutely ridiculous. I think you look at it and you just think it's just a muddy grab for these top teams. And I just, I don't understand why, you know, the traditional big six will get a special vote. It's all through money. And I think it's got to the point now where it's, you know, just a muddy grabbing thing. Football is not, you know, a, a sport like you said that are, a, you know, very much for the fans' enjoyment. It's it's basically a business now, and everybody's looked at as a business. Do you have any more to say on it, Gary? Not really. No, I mean, okay. So, what what what's your honest opinion about your club, West Ham's comments saying that the uh, the big six are using this are using COVID for a power grab? Do you do you agree with that, or do you think that's a very harsh thing to say? I completely agree, yeah. to be honest. I think they're just trying to make it seem like that they can, like, let's say the big clubs like Liverpool, Tottenham, who are kind of well-known, can be like, we we have chances of winning a title. Everyone else can just go and scrap in the bin or something. Uh, I don't like this idea where, you know, the cancellation of cup competitions, you know, these success stories are brilliant. Obviously, we, we weren't, uh, alive to witness this, but Chesterfield in 1997, you know, doing really well, I believe in the FA Cup. Bradford, do you remember Bradford in 2013? Like they got to the, was it the Carabao Cup final? 
Yeah. I think no, it was FA Cup semi final, wasn't it? It was FA Cup semi final. I mean, I watched that and just thinking, you know, this is a team that are beating Premiership teams. You know, they've done incredibly well, and I, you know, I believe they did lose the lose the semi final or the final. I can't quite remember. Uh, I was only about eleven, but you know, th- these success stories are ruined by by incredible by this amount of money. Um, in your personal opinion, then, if you if they said to you, as they said, Gary Best, uh, you get a vote in this one. If you get a vote, would you go against the big picture, Project Big Picture, or do you think you will accept it? Because at the end of the day, will you like to see your team going up against Real Madrid at the Olympic Stadium? Will you like to see your club play international? You'll, you'll have more international players possibly coming in, high-profile players wanting to play for West Ham. Do you personally think that that is something you could be on board with or do you want to stick uh, with the Premier League and you want to stick of how it is because that's how we've remembered it for so long? Um, I'd rather just stick with the way it is because I think it's just they're all trying to get money into the clubs. And I understand that with kind of the COVID obviously situation not getting fans in and all that. So obviously like a big example is like West Ham. We basically only made a few transfers because we had no funds. We were literally skinned so we couldn't make any transfers. But at the same time it's kind of just saying that they're all the big clubs want the money and then they're leaving it to the little clubs to kind of just build by themselves again. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And what another thing, another thing that I want to get into is this: that they're saying that twenty-five percent of the revenue from future TV deals from Sky Sports and BT Sports. We saw it this weekend: Chelsea, Southampton. You had to pay fifteen pound on BT Sport. Sheffield United, Fulham. You also had to pay fifteen pound. And then on Sky Sports box office, they did uh, Leicester versus Aston Villa once again. I believe that was about eighteen pound. Um, why do you think that they're putting football matches? I understand, like we, me and you, um, are fan, are fans of WWE. They put them pay per views on there. They put like boxing matches. They put them on pay per view. But do you personally think that people have spent people that spend so much money on these channels, you know, should feel like oh, we have we have to watch our team and and then pay an extra fifteen quid like every weekend. I think it's more um, people are going to be like eventually just going to give up watching football because they have to carry on paying and paying every weekend. So like let's say let's say Chelsea games are on every weekend and they have to pay fifteen pound. That's near enough what sixty quid a week. Imagine that over a month. No, sorry, sixty quid. Sixty quid a month. Imagine that over a year. Yeah. It's just going to make people lose money, but gain money in, in football. <laughs> So, how do you think this will? Do you think this will get sorted? Do you, do you personally think that this is going to get, um, yeah, this sort of idea of of football and and how it's going to be sort of looked at over the next couple of um, weeks? Do, do, do you personally think that there is any chance that this could not get abolished? Uh, I think there's a there is a chance that it could. Um... Because obviously with the clubs having kind of um, a say in it, I think it will be more like the teams like Chelsea will go against it. I think obviously like West Ham said, we'll go against it. 
But I just, like we've already said, it's just a money-grabbing situation. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much to the Radio Times who's provided us with this. Um, going for this weekend then, um, Friday the 23rd, we'll, Aston Villa will be taking on Leeds on Leeds on BT Sport box office so you look at that game and think only Aston Villa and Leeds fans are going to purchase it what about neutral fans Fulham Crystal Palace uh, that's also going to be on BT Sport box office again are you going to be paying £15 um, if you're not a fan probably not Wolves Crystal Palace again BT Sports office BT Sports box office, I wouldn't pay it. And then Burnley Chelsea. Yes, it features a very high team, but that's twice. That's um you know, that's also that's twice in a matter of two weeks that Chelsea fans are gonna have to pay uh fifteen pound for the um for for box office. Um uh, let's have a look at Sky then. Because, uh, yeah, and it, and it shows us once again here, Liverpool, Sheffield United are also on Sky Sports box office. Arsenal, Leicester, that, these are all these weekend guys, by the way. And then Brighton, West Brom are also going to be on Sky Sports box office. And then uh, the next week, we also have a couple of games, but we'll cover that next week. So, again, that's eight. Have I just read out about seven, eight games that are going to be on... Um, box office I mean you know as a neutral fan because West Ham are not going to be but you but obviously you'll hear um, stuff on the radio you'll obviously watch match of the day but as a neutral fan are you going to spend £15 to watch a Liverpool Sheffield United game let's say no no I, I don't understand it I think it's it's got to the point now where it's just a business we looked at business instead of fans and like you said I think it's going to ruin that sort of ability for fans to just watch a game and think I want to watch my team on a channel that I have brought that I'm paying money for each month alongside other things you know I can only speak about my issue here I won't go in too much into it but my family, we have Sky. We also have BT now. We didn't have for a long time, but we, now we have BT. The reason why we got BT is because we found a lot of Liverpool games were being broadcasted on BT Sport. And we were just like, have Liverpool got a brand deal with BT Sport or something? You know, they were always on. So we brought that. Um, then, but we've also got we've also got Sky Cinema. I know this is going away from it, in the football sense, but we've got Sky Cinema. We've got all the kids channels for my younger sister. Uh, we've also got all like the ITV, BBC documentary stuff. But then let's, we've also got Netflix, Amazon Prime. I'm going away from football here, but I'm just saying about how much money people are spending on, on TV and license deals. I don't, I don't personally think that people are going to respond to this and go, I pay a hundreds of pounds to watch TV. I am not, if I have sports channels, I think I should watch sport, even if it's football, golf, boxing, cricket, tennis, whatever. It doesn't matter. I think if Sky Sports, BT Sports, people will say, oh, I'm not a big sport fan. Don't pay it then. However, if you're sports fans, you want to pay a certain amount of money and get what you deserve. And I personally think that it's ridiculous that clubs like, and I'm a Liverpool fan. I'm a Liverpool fan and I'm slating them here. I don't personally believe that Liverpool and Manchester United owners deserve to have the control of this league. I mean, so what, and I think it's absolutely ridiculous that people are going to pay 15 
30, like you said, you know, for a month, 60 pounds. If you work out the maths on this, if you're spending for all of the games, you're spending over 250 quid possibly a month. That is ridiculous for the state that we are in now with COVID-19 and people losing their jobs. I don't personally think that they deserve it. I mean, if you, you know, you can go at it, Gary, you can, um, you know, give your point. Don't hold back, you know, final thought on this before we get into our, um, on our score predictions. I kind of think that they're just wanting the money to come in. I understand like, yeah, the main harder for the COVID and that. You can't really just on COVID because at the end of the day, people come around and say, "Oh, we'll give them the sports channels for free," and stuff. which I can. It would be a good idea, but at the same time, I can see the good idea of try and um, making pay, people pay for it because obviously you need to bring money back into the sport. But I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to go through, and I think it's a stupid idea. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so we'll get into the. We've had our bit of a debate, very, very good debate. Always happy to do debates with Gary. It's always really good fun. So now we're going to get into our score predictions, like we do every single week. We'll go through all the games and then give our predictions. We'll also then be putting them on the score prediction app, Kiss My Score, which has been a massive supporters of this channel uh, and this podcast idea. It's been absolutely incredible. Um, after we do that we'll also sign off and Gary can tell you all the relevant things that he's done because he has been such a busy man hence why he wasn't here last week he's been he's done some incredible projects and we'll talk about each project that he's got um, but also I've got a massive announcement for you guys so this weekend, me and Gary are going to be recording a podcast talking about the How to Be Bazinga YouTube premium series so me and Gary are in the process of watching this at the time of recording it. We've just watched episode two and the final episode will be, re- will be uh, released tonight. So that is Wednesday, the 21st of October. So at the weekend, we will be talking about that because I personally, I'm a big fan of Bazinga, big fan of big fan of the Sidemen. And this podcast doesn't just tackle mental health it doesn't also tackle him as a weight loss but it tackles so many things as well being a youtuber being an internet sensation so quickly so uh, me and gary are going to be talking about that really looking forward to that podcast that will be a don't bear don't bear a grudge podcast as well and though a lot of people have been looking forward to them and uh, also a massive thanks to everybody who's been listening to the podcast uh, recently because we've now got the incredible total of 1,000 total views. That's absolutely incredible. Never did I think we'd do that. If you wanted to check out my Q&A, which we talked about football and film, you can also go over um, to this channel. Make sure you give a listen. Gary's also there with the questions as well. Really looking forward Um to possibly do it 2,000, 1.5,000. That would be absolutely incredible if we can manage to do that. Right, let, Gary, let's get into the score predictions then. Starting off with Aston Villa versus Leeds. Aston Villa have been such an inc- has had such an incredible start this season. Definitely a team to watch out for. Um, I don't want to say this, but possibly for the title. They are up there. Um, they take on newly promoted Leeds champions of the championship and I'm going to go with a 2-1 win for Aston Villa. I've been exactly the same. Okay, very interesting. Uh, your team, West Ham, taking on Manchester City who uh, picked up a uh, incredible 
win against Arsenal uh, 1-0. Uh, obviously, your team, West Ham, we mentioned, uh, clawing back for a point against Tottenham Hotspurs. And I have predicted a 2 all draw. I've gone 3-2 West Ham. Wow. Well, do you know what? I didn't predict... I predicted... West Ham to lose against Leicester. They beat Leicester. Then in week five, I predicted Tottenham to beat West Ham. They drew three all. So I'm putting them out there. The Hammers. Come on, you Hammers. Come on, you Irons. Sorry. Come on, you Irons. Uh, Sorry if I've offended any West Ham fans by doing that. Uh, Fulham Crystal Palace. I've gone for a one-all draw in that game. Gary? I've gone 3-0 to Crystal Palace. Wow. Well, Fulham did get a point. Or are you? Do you honestly think that they are the weakest team in the league? I think the weakest team in the league at the moment, yeah. so, and I think Crystal Palace are looking quite strong. So, brilliant, brilliant. Okay, big, big game. Probably the biggest game of this weekend. Uh, one of the big six, two of the big six competing against each other. Manu beating Paris Saint Germain uh, in the Champions League this week, uh, taking on Chelsea, and I think Chelsea is going to win. I think I've gone for two-one Chelsea. I've gone 2-1. Oh, okay, you mean for Man U's going to get a point. Very interested there. Uh, my club, Liverpool, against Sheffield United, even though we're missing Alisson, Virgil van Dijk, I do think we can beat Sheffield United. Uh, I've gone for a 2-0 win. I've not gone for 2-0 win. I've gone for a 3-1 win. For Liverpool? Oh, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Southampton, uh, obviously doing quite well in this season, in the beginning of this campaign. They take on Everton, and I think it's going to be another good win for Ancelotti's men. I've gone for 3 1 Everton. I've gone 4 2 to Everton. Wow, big, big, big. Right. Wolves, obviously beating uh, Leeds United on Monday Night Football the past weekend. Uh, incredible football. I do enjoy. Uh, watching Wolves Newcastle thrashed by Manchester United 4-1 at the weekend uh, and that I think is going to be another defeat for them 2-0 Wolves I've gone 2 all. okay that's interesting that's very interesting okay alright um, Arsenal versus Leicester um, of Arsenal losing again both teams have lost their previous two games no, no, Arsenal won, didn't they? Uh, I've had my mind so full with other results, I'm trying to think. But no, def- but no definitely a team who would like to pick up some points. Uh, I've gone for a two-all draw. I have gone, I know Sam's not going to like me for this, but I've gone 3-1 Arsenal. Arsenal looking in four, mate. If Aubameyang can get stuck, can start scoring, I, I do think I can agree with you, but no, I do think there'll be a sharing of the points at the Emirates. Uh, Brighton, again, another team who are very unlikely. They are taking on West Brom, and I do think it's going to be a comfortable win for Graham Potter's men. I've gone for a 2-0 win. I've gone for uh, a 3-1 win. Okay, and the final game of this Premier League uh, match day six, I've uh, Burnley versus Tottenham. Even though Tottenham drew uh, drew against another team who are Claret and Blue um, in West Ham, but I think they'll pick up all three points against a struggling Burnley. I've gone two nil Tottenham. This is going to be a bit of a controversial one. Four nil Tottenham. 
Wow. Wow. Big goal scorers. You know what? They didn't play bad against West Ham. I know we've mentioned it quite a bit. You know, they obviously they're, they're scoring three goals. I think West Ham had that determination to get back. Do Burnley have the personnel to get back into the game? I don't possibly, I don't honestly think so. So all them scores will be put onto the Kiss My Score app. If you want to join our league, let us know via the Instagram, tfp.football. We'll give you all the relevant information. Please join our league because that will be absolutely incredible to uh, play. But if you don't want to join our league, that's fine. You can create your own as well and compete with family and friends to guess the correct scores and climb that leaderboard. So let's end this podcast on a feature on the main man, the very best, Gary Best. Uh, he's been doing some incredible stuff recently. Um, starting off with the Kiss My Score app, not only are you at the top of our league, you're also at the top of the FIFA 21 league, which uh, hopefully at the end of the month, you can be picking up FIFA 21. Uh, how do you do it? Um, to be honest, I just guessed the right hope. <laughs> guess and then hope that I got the right score. <laughs> well, also, you won the game week twice in a row now with nine points. So, yeah, definitely, you're getting a lot of correct scores. Um, that's going to be fantastic. I'll, I'll tell you guys a quick story, actually. I was obviously very disappointed that Liverpool didn't get all three points against Everton, but I did predict a two-all draw. So I was very happy in that way. And then Gary messaged me straight after and went, I got three points for the Liverpool game. So uh, I I think it's the battle between me and you at the top at the moment. So that's going to be a healthy rivalry until the league uh, concludes in May. So moving away from that as well, we Let's talk about your YouTube channel, uh, Swagstar uh, Plays. Uh, that's the podcast that you that you have got. Um, but you're also doing a massive, massive task as well. What have you got planned? So, yeah, let's go. Because um, obviously you've got a massive, massive... Uh, project that you're going to do on your YouTube channel. Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit more about that, Gary? Um, so, on my YouTube channel, obviously, it's the ones which kind of start talking more of how mental health kind of affects a lot of people. Like Kieran said, in kind of like the Bazinga um, series, it's kind of he talks about how he kind of his mental health affected him and shit like that. Um, so it's kind of just wanting to kind of get the point across how bad can affect people and kind of really badly turn people into something they don't, might not want to be or something that they don't, they don't want to be. And it's kind of bringing that, like a new song out, it's going to kind of make people realise that, oh shit, this is kind of real. And it's going to make them feel a bit more like Maybe we should look out for the signs and look out for like how people are feeling. Um, other projects, football team. Um, so that's in the works. We've got the team together. We just need a few, uh, two more subs. Um, we have got a league that we want to go with, but obviously we need two subs kind of now. Um, to make sure we can get into that league. No, mate. Um, no, no, no. I mean, obviously, just touching on the on the mental health song, I think everybody should check that out. Gary's an incredible musician. Um, you know, he, he's definitely very, very talented um, in terms of music, identifies really good music. Um, you can check that out on your podcast, 
can't we? We can also check out your full opinions. But definitely very, very important, very, very important in terms of mental health. Um, it's been very clear my thoughts on mental health on this podcast. Of course, one of my most memorable podcasts was definitely the mental health one that we did. Um, it was definitely a very, very important one to do. So yeah, I, I definitely think that's fantastic. It's a it's a true testament to you, obviously, how you're feeling. Um and I think it's definitely very, very important. Um obviously talking about the football team, that's another very exciting project. Obviously, like, you know, it was definitely your idea. You approached me um to do that, which I was very, very pleased that you wanted to use this podcast as a as a sort of a as a way to support it. We can definitely uh, talk about the the football team more when we start playing matches, entering a league, um, sort of talking about the progress, sort of inviting the players on for their opinions. But, you know, I've not team yet. You, you've definitely been the recruitment officer of the True Vans United team, but you've definitely said of what group of lads there are. Um, I definitely... I think it's so easy to look at this podcast and say, oh, they're just doing that for a laugh. They're just doing it for a joke. You know, it's something to do during lockdown. And if it's true, you know, I don't want to talk about it a lot because, you know, this is dedicated to a football podcast. But at the end of the day, I started this podcast because... I was bored during lockdown and the fact that now we're taking it seriously, more seriously, and we're sort of looking to build this team. It's an absolutely fantastic achievement and just shows that anybody can do it. So massive thank you. Obviously, Gary's working tirelessly to make all that stuff happen, guys. But obviously, the, the main message that we want to um, sort of develop here is that this is all for you guys. This is all for your entertainment. So we're absolutely thankful to every single positive comment, positive message that you guys send. It's absolutely fantastic. So thank <coughs> That is it for the True Fans Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully we can be back to normal next week in terms of getting all three of us back. Plus we'll be talking about all of the um, games from game week six, plus also awarding out the goal of the week. Uh, Massive thanks to Gary once again for joining me on this podcast. I really appreciate it. And um, please check out all the other podcasts that are available, football, film or whatever. These guys are all for you. I always like to let my guests of this podcast sign off. So once again, Gary can sign off. So go on, Gary. Uh, thank you very much.